0: Episode one eighty three. Thank you all for listening to episode one eighty two. People power pie. I am uh, Gary Mark here with my co-host Jake and Bushlight. Bushlight is not a sponsor of OTL Sports Podcast. Burger Light, maybe someday. But uh, That'd that, be too that's expensive the, for us. <laughs> yeah, we, we probably need that uh, bottom of the barrel Hornbill light or some shit. That would be pretty disgusting. (laughs) All right. So uh, we believe that the great Cody Bryant will join us later, but he's probably watching Last Dance on repeat because, you know, to him, MJ's the goat, which we'll cover that today about Michael Jordan and The Last Dance. We'll have some discussions, uh, but for now, Thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments of Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music, and give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. So first thing, uh, we'll talk about NASCAR last, uh, well, Sunday. I know we have a race tonight. Barry said it's on, they're drying the track right now. Is that right? It looks like they're all getting to their cars here. Track looks pretty darn dry as of
1: 7.14 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday, May 20th,
0: 2020. Well, that's uh, great. And uh, this past weekend, we had the first race in NASCAR. The, the return turned out pretty well. Uh, we actually all did very well on our picks. I had Kevin Harvick, who won the race. Brandon had Kurt Busch, who finished third. Parent had Eric Jones, or excuse me, Martin Truex, who finished sixth. Bear had Eric, uh, Eric Jones, who finished eighth. And then Cody had – Joey Logano was 18th, so to get all five of us in the top 18 and four of us in the top 10 is pretty damn good, actually, in the top eight. Yeah, and I think I have Kurt Busch tonight, if I recall
1: correctly. So, Not that – I'm not going to be – I much would have rather had a third.
0: Yeah, no shit. Uh, And to kind of talk about that, that was Kevin Harvick's 50th win – Uh, In the Cup Series, it gets to victory lane, and, of course, there's nobody there. So, great way to celebrate a 50th win. Um, And and I did hear a good stat that they shared there, that Ned Jarrett had won the 1965 Southern 500 by 14 laps. How exactly does one get –
1: I mean, how does second place 14 laps down? Everyone had to wreck out of that race. Or there was, like, eight cars, and Ned Jarrett spun them all out. Twice. (laughs) Twice. So they just let him, like, race with broken cars? Maybe he had a pit crew and all the rest of the pit crews were out. Every time they stopped, they had to, you know, the driver had to get out and do their own pit stop, change his tires and get gas and all that. I don't Mm -hmm. know. That's wild. What year was that? Did it say? 1965.
0: Yeah, probably about right. And I see that somebody with safety glasses decided to join us finally. It's my regular glasses, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I never usually see you with glasses on, so it kind of threw me for a loop. I know, man. I got too lazy today. I didn't switch
2: into my contacts once I got home. Uh, I I didn't even have enough energy to change my clothes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, at least you're fucking wearing clothes, so thank you ah, for that's, that. That's right, true. right. Tops and bottoms. Oh, so
1: I'm hoping you weren't <laughs> bottoms, but
0: all right. Bruno so, uh, day. right. The uh, so I think Barry, you tagged me and Brandon in that thing with Portnoy when he was interviewing with Clint Boyer, and then you just see the circle of what Denny Hamlin said. You look like shit, Dave. <laughs> Yeah, and he just said "fuck you, Denny Hamlin." <laughs> they just, they just showed
1: Denny Hamlin's uh, face mask too, and it's his smile blown up into a mask, so it looks like <laughs> <his> face. <laughs> Wild. Well, that's kind of weird.
0: Uh, all right, weird. I liked it though. So. Today we got we got another race tonight uh, at Darlington. So by the time people hear this, the race should be over unless it gets uh, postponed or rain delay or whatever. We don't know. No more um, rain. Right. So tonight's race uh, at, at Darlington again, and Brandon, uh, the updated standings. So Jake, you're at nine, so you're still winning. Uh, Bear is at eleven point eight. Dub's at 14.6, Cody's at 15, and I got down to 16.4. So we're all pretty close. So one wreck uh, can knock somebody back quite a bit because this is only the sixth race of the season. Uh, And Brandon gave us uh, – well, excuse me, I'll recap who people have tonight. So Denny Hamlin tonight for Dub, Kurt Busch for Bear, Logano for me, Ty Dillon for Cody Bryant, and Eric Jones for – Uh, the Hornbill, Hornswoggle's cousin, the Hornbill. (laughs) And and, uh, so the next two races, so Sunday, we've got the Coca-Cola 600, and the next Wednesday, we have another race at Charlotte. So we've got two picks to make. Brandon, in this order, he has Kenseth winning the Coca-Cola 600. That'd be awesome to see. Bold strategy. He looked great in this last race. He finished, I think, 10th or 11th. -hmm. And he's got Austin Dillon next Wednesday. Uh, so next, uh, Hornbill, who you got for the Coke 600 and then the other race at Charlotte? I had Alex Bowman written down for the race at Charlotte. That's a good pick for that 600. And then what about the second race at Charlotte? Oh man, I didn't get that far. Um, give me, who have I picked? Give me, me here. So Denny Hamlin, Kozlowski, Blaney, Jimmy Johnson, Martin Truex, Eric Jones, Alex Bowman.
3: Uh, give me. I guess give me.
0: I didn't do Logano, right. Uh, no, that's a good pick. Give me All right, so next pick would be Bear. I'm gonna do
1: Truex on <laughs> Sunday night. And oh, Kenseth on Wednesday.
0: I like it. Uh, Cody Bryant. Uh, no. Well. So it was, what, the Toyota
2: 500? That's Yo, that tonight. Is, that's tonight. It's nice. Coke
0: 600 oh, Sunday at Charlotte and then the uh, one the following week. And we've got the uh, – sorry, we forgot to cheers. Got the uh, – this is the bowl of Fruit Loops, Rumchata and Loopy. And Bush Light for Bear. Winning again tonight. <laughs> Be good. Well, Cody Bryant, while you oh, look, I'll just give see. mine – Yeah, go ahead because I'm a guess anyway. So, all right, right. so I am uh agreeing with Bear Martin Truex is going to win the Coke 600 on Sunday, and then uh, give me Alex Bowman next Wednesday.
1: Mm. I like it, I like it it a lot. I like it a lot. All right, I'm gonna go with
2: uh, what Eric uh, Almirola.
0: Okay, it's a good pick. He's a solid pick.
2: And go, Eric
0: Jones. Who? Eric Jones.
4: Eric Jones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So those are some solid picks. I like them for this week. Uh, we'll awesome. we'll have updated updated standings for two races going into next week.
1: Yeah. Um. And also. Gary, um, just to give, before we switch out of NASCAR, so um, they did announce uh, an extended schedule for the next, uh, I think it was five races. So after Charlotte, which is the Charlotte 500K on Wednesday night, then they go to Bristol, May 31st on Sunday. Then Is that going to be, sorry, is that going to be the day race? Yes, 3.30. Okay. And and then Atlanta, June 7th, so so the next Sunday. And then the Wednesday, June 10th, is Martinsville at 7 p.m. It'll be a night race. Then Sunday, June 14th at Homestead, Miami, 3.30 race. And then Sunday, June 21st, the Geico 500 at Talladega. So those are the next confirmed races that they have. Um, They do after that have in both the Poconos, which is Saturday and Sunday. But that is not confirmed yet. They are just confirmed up to 21st for right now so that's your upcoming nascar schedule for the
0: next uh the next 31 days and those races at pocono were already scheduled this season we talked about it at a previous episode that that saturday sunday was already planned
1: Mm -hmm. so pre-pandemic yeah especially with what's going on yeah i'm not sure what pennsylvania if they've been um or conservative or laid back or not laid back, but yeah, I guess I would say that laid back on their, um, things there, but it's not until June 27th. So, I mean, we have a whole nother 38 days a month and a week pretty much. So that gives us, uh, gives Pocono plenty of time to prep for a weekend of racing, which I'm
0: sure they probably will do yeah and all 50 states have started to reopen so you know slow reopenings in some states our state you know has obviously uh, been more a little bit more aggressive uh we got daycares opening june 1st so we'll see how things go um i'm going back to my office june 1st i know cody bryant's been in his office bear's been in his office jake's been in his store bear got his his hair did <laughs> You can see that hair did. I got my yeah, hair did that, too, Bear,
1: at home. You look great, by the way. I, I, I love that style. You're going to have to tell me what gel you use afterwards. Oh, I will. I got it's, the Gillette special? No, it's, it's,
0: it's that It's that uh, Ben Stiller gel from There's Something About Mary. Oh, God. So... Um, we got our picks for tonight's race. Uh, some great races last weekend. And uh, if you want to talk about some great sponsors, we gotta thank Brandon All Wear Clothing, clothing.com can help with all of your clothing needs. I reached out to him to about our koozies and stickers, so he's still gonna get that going for us. I know we really haven't decided what we're gonna do about episode two hundred. Um we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm open to, if we do it in person, we can do it. Um, you know, even if it's just the the four of us who, who gives a shit, we still got the thing reserved. If we want to do it, there we will be separated six feet apart. If we need to, we can separate all those mics. That's why we got long cords, sanitize everything, and at least, uh, have some kind of social distancing enjoyment together. Cause we haven't seen each other shit in two months now at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I've seen, I've seen the Zazu, the great horn bill, uh, <laughs> who you, you want to give an update on your cart story, your golf cart.
3: <laughs> yeah. There's been no real update on that. I haven't gotten a response back from the lady at the golf course. So I'm still waiting that bill to come to me.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you got to hear much about that. Cody Bryant.
3: buying a, you buying a golf
1: cart.
0: No, no, this, this son of a bitch <laughs> ran into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> he is buying one he's just not keeping it <laughs> hey, he had a, he's got maybe a potentially a 500 bill to pay for that golf cart oh, man. i just i'm looking I over be worse. yeah i'm on the green and i look over at him and he's he's uh i just hear boom 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 he uh, hits the a big ass big <laughs> ass limb on a tree, and you see he's like it's all good. He gets out. I'm like, dude, the back is off to the side.
3: Fuck! <laughs> hey, I don't I'm even can, I even let you use cards. That was the best round of golf I think I've ever played.
0: He did do well. He had two birdies in the first uh, six or seven holes. He did very well. He shot, ended up shooting, I think I think I shot an 81. I ended up with two birdies as well. I was hitting, and he can tell you, exactly like we played a White Pines. Barry, you're familiar with White Pines. Um, big dog leg left par five. I think it's like 12 or 13. Uh, I told him, I said, if you can get it out 230 out into the fairway, you got clear distance to the green. And he can tell you, I hit a 245 right perfect dead center and then hit a nice four iron right to the green. So I got uh, right right below the green. If that if, if there's a gully right there, and if I wouldn't if I would that gully wasn't there, would have rolled up on a green, but uh, ended up punching it on, getting a bird on that. So I think I had two or three birdies that day, which was a, a good day, and uh, we had some fun.
3: I stayed within a stroke or two of you up for, through the first nine holes or ten holes, I think.
0: You had the best thing is you had two birdies in the first like five or six holes, but I was still beating you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. He went double bogey, birdie, double bogey, birdie. And I was either par or bogey. Those, I, I played some pretty damn good golf. I was pretty happy that day. Uncle, he started off a little rough, uh, and he ended up going up to the uh, teeza in front of us. You know, he is older. He he hits shorter distance than us anyway, so we let him move forward. And uh, then he actually played, I think, the back nine. He I shot a 41, and he shot a, I think, 43. Nice. And uh, but that front nine, he shot a, a fifty, so he ended up with a ninety-three. And I know Parrot, he was like forty. I think you were what forty-three on the front, something like that, 42, 43, and then you ended up uh, with the fifty-one on the back. I know it got a little rough after you hit that tree.
3: No, it, got, it was. No, it got a little rough after I drove the ball three hundred and twenty yards down the fairway.
0: Oh, dude, I get, I gave that motherfucker so much shit. He drove it. I. I I drove it maybe like 240. I I, I skied it. And I ended up uh, parring that hole, parring a birdie in that hole, and he ended up bogeying that bogeying or double bogeying after his 315-yard drive. That's usually how that goes. Trust me. That's what I told him, too. He gets up there. I told him. I was like, that's a great drive, but you got to finish, my man. Mm -hmm. Can't tell you how many times I've done that.
3: It's an awful feeling.
1: How
0: many times (laughs) you didn't finish?
1: I always finish. 60% 60 of the time, every time.
0: That's right. So back to – go ahead. Go ahead, man.
1: I did that that my first round of heather downs I played a couple weeks ago. That first hole is only 380, and I drove it 25 yards from the green on my first drive after telling these people. Now, the wind was at my back, so I'm not going to brag too much on it. But we got paired up, Cody and I got paired up with these two people, uh, this, uh, I'm not going to say older couple, middle-aged couple, they're probably uh, uh, 40s, very nice people. Um, but I told them, I'm like, this is my first ball of the year, so I, I haven't really swung in clubs since September, besides the range I just did, and I go and I put it 25 yards from the green, and made.
0: Work sometimes can't do much more than that. That's what it's all about, man. I mean, you know, golf is golf. If you have a good day, a bad day, it's, it's still fun. Um, I've been lucky. I, I've been out four times this year, and I've shot in the 80s, I think, all four times. One of them, though, no, I, I was hitting two balls, so I, I think I would have shot probably in the low 90s. Um, but I've been hitting great this year, and I know uh, you guys, now that you guys are on here, I know I sent it to, to our group, but uh, I did enter us into the uh, Pollock Open, which is uh, something that Andy Pollock had put together that we've done every year for the past few years. And uh, he did it with his dad. His dad passed away a few, uh, I can't remember when. And I don't know if you do, Bear, but um, I know he does it in his honor still. And this is the last year for the Open. And he said, it's still going on. And I yeah. said, I said, you know, I'm not going to have, uh, I'm not doing shows this year, uh, they're canceled. So, go ahead and put us a team in. So, it's going to be the four of us uh, going. If you guys, if I know Bear and I are in. So, if Cody and uh, Parrot are in.
2: Okay. Hey, I asked you how much.
0: <laughs> you uh, never got back to me. Well, I didn't know you said how much. It's, it's usually, I think it was what, about 80, <laughs> 85 bucks, but it included dinner and drinks and all that yeah. shit. I
1: think it was maybe, right. if I recall.
0: Yeah, and it it was worth it. And he hasn't sent me. You know, I said, "Do you need me to send you a check?" He put us in there. Um, They usually do a theme. I don't remember what the theme is this year, but we usually don't do the theme.
1: I think it was Hawaiian.
0: So maybe I'll wear a Hawaiian shirt with my OTL Sports Podcast shirt. You know, on that, we'll get Parrot to wear a. We'll get Parrot to wear a a, a skirt, grass skirt.
3: We need to get our uh, our OTO koozies before then.
0: Yeah, I mean we should. Uh, uh, That is. July eleventh. That is a that's the Saturday before episode two hundred. So as long as we do that, we might be together a couple uh, couple weeks in a row. It's too bad we couldn't record the podcast while we're fucking doing golf. That would be fantastic. I mean, we could. Yeah. It would be hard to hard to uh, record it, but yeah, we could do it. We could probably put Audacity on a tablet and <laughs> just you know, hook up a mic and just every somebody's got it talking in the mic every time.
1: Yeah, just go around with a GoPro or something.
0: Yeah. I could record it. Now. Um, but, yeah, so that's July 11th, Pollock Open, 25th anniversary, and the last. I don't know if he's still doing the day before where he's doing a, sh- uh, a golf outing. That's a Friday before. I don't know if he is. I'll talk to him more and reach out. But to get back, now that we've gone down this rabbit hole, Thank you to Brandon at All Wear Clothing. AllWearClothing.com can help with your koozie, shirts, banana hammocks, sweatpants, hats. Uh, maybe he might even put a fade into your hairline for bear. Uh, anything you can think of, he will do for you. Uh, again, Brandon, AllWearClothing.com, first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. All right, so we've got baseball getting ready to, uh, they, they want to announce their plans to reopen. And, and Parrot, I think you have that, don't you?
3: Yeah, so they're you know they're gonna pretty much how they're gonna do this is they're gonna monitor all the local markets um, around the country to see what numbers are you know kind of staying down where they can actually host these. Um, then they're gonna just obviously do they're gonna keep their distance and um, there there's there's a list I had earlier saying, but Detroit was one of the top five worst places right now throughout the whole country for MLB facilities. Um, yep. It kind of blew my mind considering New York, the Mets and the Yankees were up there. Um, to California.
0: Well, that? that's why, I, no, I was just going to say that, you know, Detroit's had so many cases in there. they I think there's, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. I think there's three counties that Detroit is a part of the city and uh, like Wayne County, there's another couple counties and and they had a shit. Is it Wayne? They have those surrounding counties and they have the surrounding counties too up there. And I know that they had a shitload of cases and that's why Lucas County had dealt with so many cases uh, of COVID uh, this year and, you know, we had saw a lot of deaths in Lucas County. So that doesn't surprise me, Parrot, that, that they have that right now as Detroit's one of the five worst. And like you said, probably Shea Stadium, Yankee Stadium. And uh, what were the – do you have the other two that were in that bottom?
3: I'm trying to get this list open right now. I accidentally closed the browser earlier. Um, but give me a second here. We,
0: we, we don't look at browsers. We know this offhand, man. We, we do our research. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of us do. There's yeah. no reason why he was demoted from Stat Parrot. No. <laughs> yeah, now he's a, he got demoted to being on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, Parrot. Didn't
2: they use? Didn't they try to use Arizona as a potential spot too?
0: Yeah, to have like all the
2: spring training, like Yep, yep. there.
0: For several of the teams they wanted to do that out there right. uh but i think uh what mike trout i believe said that they'd have to do testing every day is yeah. what he felt in order for them to feel safe yeah, there's a lot of
1: interesting i mean they <laughs> wanted them to yeah test every day and they all had to have separate hotel rooms right and all this cra- they like and they wanted to put on where like you couldn't be next to each other on the bases so it's kind of like that's there's no way that that would work I mean, yeah. you have to be able to pick somebody off right you can't just stand away from them you know it's I think their baseball is getting a little too crazy with their just make it like football wants to test your people if they show symptoms they show signs you're out for two weeks done simple as that boom okay on to the next. You want to test them every day? Not that bad. All you gotta do is put a thermometer up to someone's head.
0: It literally takes two so seconds. So before Parrot goes back to this MLB thing, can I? Do you, Bear? Do you know? I know the race is getting ready to start. How they determined qualifying? Yeah. So they just flipped the top twenty. That's all they did. So since
1: Priest finished twentieth, he got the pole. So oh. everyone. And then the twenty-one through thirty-nine is where they just finished there, which is why Stenthouse is last. You know, Jimmy's down there, Byron's down there. So 21 through the rest of the field was just where they finished. The top 20, they flipped.
0: And then they're supposed to do, I think, this weekend, they actually have qualifying scheduled for the Coke 600. Is that right? Yes, I'm pretty positive. I don't know if they'll go to this or not, if that's their
1: plan for, um, like, the maybe just Wednesday races. I don't know. Um, It's possible.
0: Yeah, because that first race that came back, I think they just let them – um basically just did like a, a draw. You know, that's how Kozlowski yeah. got the pull. Yeah. It was yeah, it was a random random draw.
1: I mean, with I think it was based on it was based on points, you know, who who was wearing points. They got more in the, you know, kinda almost like the NBA lottery for, you know, for the most part. It just would have been funny if like, you know, Smithley or whatever got the fucking pole. <laughs> oh, Garrett Smitey. <laughs> yeah, just Yeah, it just would have been funny, you know? Get a slow car up there, but yes. (laughs) Yeah, he goes from first to tenth in a lap. (laughs) (laughs) Tenth? (laughs) He'd probably be first to last in a lap. Yeah, you're probably right. Or he could be like Jimmy Johnson,
0: just run into the back of somebody trying to win the stage. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah, he had the fucking stage one, and he ran into the back of somebody and took himself out of the race. Like, what the fuck was that? I had zero Jimmy Johnson. It was fantastic.
3: <laughs> Para, do you have your shit yet? No. I, like <laughs> I was going to add to that is that I did see uh, that the commissioner and everyone they want to have an excess of like two hundred thousand math or uh, tests on hand before they proceed with anything too. Well,
0: if they're trying to test every day, that's not that many. Yeah, I mean
3: that's just a start. Right. I mean, when I have them on hand and without interfering with the public accessing all the tests.
0: Well, there'll be no MLB this year, guys. That <laughs> wouldn't break the, my heart. Yeah, I don't think anybody here is going to care. I mean, the only I thing I care.
1: Care. the only reason why I want MLB to play is because it's such a huge uh, gambling aspect on DraftKings, and I, I got some money in the DraftKings <laughs> stock, so – I want them to uh, play this year so we can, uh, I can make a little bit of money. I mean, I won't care until August, but I'd still care.
0: Yeah, that would be, that's absolutely true, you know. Um, And, parrot I found your stats for you, so I did uh, your homework for you. Uh yeah, the Mets and Yankees are worst. Uh the Washington Nationals, not surprising, in District of Columbia is uh or DC is up there. The Phillies, Philadelphia up there as well. So they're talking, and the Detroit Tigers, as you said, the White Sox and Boston, or the White Sox and Cubs, and then the Boston Red Sox. So, so they're all up there. Um You've got the the Yankees and Mets are obviously have the worst number of cases then Boston. Uh, So that's one, two, three. Then the Cubs and White Sox, then the the, uh, Tiggers, then the Phillies and then the Nationals. And that's saying how many cases there are per one hundred thousand people. So the worst right now is three thousand cases per one hundred thousand in New York. Granted, they're so behind on testing. So we really have no fucking clue how many people have COVID-19 or did. I mean, some of us, I know we played poker back in the day in February, and I was, like, death sick. I was like, you know, you look back and reflect, like, maybe I could have. I don't know, because right after that, Kelly got deathly sick, and that was the worst we had both either either felt, and we knew nothing about COVID. But you look back in hindsight, like, it makes you wonder. It's almost
1: what leads me to believe that when they say a second wave's going to come, that this is the second wave.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: No one knew. You know, nobody knew anything in December, about
0: it. January. Just saying. And that's you know, and they said in Ohio, this probably likely came around in December.
1: Yeah, we had a whole bunch so, of people sick at work the the week or the the couple days after Christmas there, the weekend between Christmas and New Year's, and it was the same thing. You know, a lot of them said they had half the symptoms and all that. I mean, but they did the smart thing and they didn't come to work. They knew that they felt like shit, so.
0: Yeah, I, I actually I went to the doctor because I felt I, and I usually don't go to the doctor when I'm sick, but I felt so terrible. And that can tell you, because I, I don't go to the doctor for anything. And uh, I went and because I had like broken out because my my body was like fighting something, you know, i had broken out in different spots. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I think and, that's herpes. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Has it broken out? Every it, month, it, was, sun, sun? it was on the arms. Oh, well, definitely herpes. Yeah, I was rubbing my arm on, you know, some vaginas and just didn't, didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You That's like exactly that? it. Fortunately, people can't see this fucking video. God, I wish
1: I could. <laughs> boogity, 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 boys. Let's go racing. Yeah. Yep. Here we- yeah. What do they even say now? Well, Daryl doesn't do it, so I don't say anything. I just, I just think they're excited to go. Well, Ty Dillon takes the lead right off the bat. I love it.
0: Right off the of There we go. So, um, all right, that's it for NBA, or MLB, excuse me. So we got to thank another sponsor, of course. And so let's thank, I don't know, we can pick one, Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Sean at Crandall's Quality Landscaping serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not... Darlington, South Carolina. There we go. I don't even have to point at the map. Darlington, South Carolina. So thank you, Sean. All right. So we have uh, some NBA stuff. The return rules are expected to come on June 1st. Uh, What do you anticipate they are going to say, Bear? I anticipate that they're going to uh,
1: probably go right into the playoffs um i don't i don't remember the standing so i'd have to go back and look but maybe they'll give teams that are on the bubble or close a couple games maybe give them like um seven games two weeks get a day off in between each um, to potentially grab that playoff spot but then pretty much get right into the playoffs so i think if they start, it would be my guess
0: yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It's kind of like the NHL is talking about doing a 24 team playoff. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if the NBA did something like that. It'd be fun, uh, but we'll see. I mean, and then you'd have people that were, you know, had no no business of being there. There might be a few East teams that, that would be in, but I think it'd be fun and allow people to get uh, to get in and just see what they can do. I mean, you probably give what the first couple teams a bye week and, or excuse me, a bye series, and uh, uh, the rest just Buy for to to get in essentially
1: yeah i mean i would like it even i mean even if they did that one right to the playoffs with that did um i don't know if the nba would do 24 teams but um you know maybe they do 20 give the first four seeds a buy and then the first games are all uh you know five game series like it was back in the day old school style you know not all seven gamers you know we get into seven games as we go on but you know do the first couple uh five-game series. Yep. The um,
0: Cody, you got anything on that? What you think?
1: Uh, they better not
2: expand it. There's too many. I mean, you got to think, you look at the East, half the conference shouldn't even be in the playoffs to begin with. I mean, <laughs> True. Um, I mean, if they do that, I mean, that's kind of more of a waste of, you know, that's kind of a waste of time and resources or whatever they're going to do, and. Um, I don't know if it's me. I go straight into the playoffs. Um, give the give the bubble whatever bubble teams or whoever's out on the fringe. Give them just let them play in and call it a day, and then go from there. You know, um, I mean, I don't I don't really see anything wrong with with it being a seven game series all the way through if you're just going to use playoff teams. And if you're going to do that, um, last I seen, they're looking um, at Orlando right now and using Disney World as a uh, potential spot to finish out the season.
0: Oh, like that Wide World, the sports
2: area? Yeah, yeah, which is a beautiful place, even after um, the upgrades that they've done to it right now. Uh, We were able to see it last summer. Um, I took the family down to Disney. And, I mean, it just – it looks immaculate. So, I mean, I could see, you know, them using Disney World. You have, you know, players want to bring their families. They got enough room. They can bring their families. You know, you don't need necessarily a ton of people to have a basketball game. So, I don't know. I can can see – probably a shortened season or finished out just uh, just playoffs with the playoff teams and uh, get a champion crown from that, I guess. So I guess it's yeah. all starting to boil down to the money. It's always about that money. Oh yeah. Which I, I mean, to me, like I, I don't, that's why I don't see a, a
0: MLB season happening right now. We'll see. Um, so, with, uh, of course, we got to talk about episodes nine and 10 of the last dance. So, before we throw that out there and we'll get into this, because uh, I've got talking points for us. So, Jordan went 631 games without losing three games in a row from November 1990 till November 2001, which is absolutely insane. I know that's when he got with the Wizards and uh, pre-championship all the way to the Wizards. So, those championship Bulls teams, he had never lost three in a row. Very impressive. I mean, can't say much about that. Uh he went six years without a game seven, too. Yeah, no shit. That's absolutely that's nuts. And um something else I found funny is uh the names of players at their hotels. So <laughs> did you guys see that list that was published? Mm-mm. <laughs> so uh for the hotel names, I'll just take you know some of the main guys. So Ron Harper went by Peter Parker at hotels. Uh, Scott Burrell went by. <laughs> yeah. Randy Brown. I, I liked his. He was Fred Sanford. Um, Scott Burrell could have been Scott Burrell. No one know who the fuck he was. Right? Yeah, he was Tyson, <laughs> he, he was Tyson he was Tyson Bedford. Uh, Michael Jordan was Oscar Miles. Steve Kerr was Austin Powers. Tony Ku Tony Ku coach was Tony Ku coach. <laughs> uh Luke Longley was Stagger Lee. God. Uh Scotty Pippen was Johnny Walker.
1: Why didn't even check even out there?
0: Motherfucker just wrecked again. Get him off track. The so Scotty Pippen was Johnny Walker. Yeah, he did, I just caught up to it on there. So I found that funny that they had these uh, these names which was great. Um so uh, first thing, a big thing here. Whoa, 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 Pacers. Whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa! How does that not lead into what would your hotel name be if you were fine?
0: <laughs> Go ahead. All right, fine. Since you uh, you brought that up, what's uh what's your hotel name? Bear Covington. <laughs> <laughs> and mine's similar. It's my uh, lottery name, Marcus Wellington the <laughs> Fourth. This sounds like a rich person. Yeah. What do you got, Cody Bryant or Parrot? Uh...
3: I'd be Parrot Jackson.
0: It's terrible. Yep. <laughs> it's not believable.
2: <laughs> no, I'd be uh, Tony Foxborough.
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, shit. Really? So, hold on. I got to go back to Parrot. Why Parrot Jackson? I know. (laughs) Put that in my head. So, we'll just call you PJ? Yep. Jesus. (sighs) Jesus. So, uh, (laughs) episode nine had a big emphasis and focus on, you know, the games with the Pacers, Reggie Miller. All of those guys, uh, Larry Bird, I, I did love myself, what he said to Larry afterwards. <laughs> you know, you called him your bitch and said, fuck you. You're a bitch, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs>
2: yeah. Dude, that Pacer squad was deep, man. Uh, they, they, had a, they had a nice team. They I don't know, they just didn't have enough shooters, I don't think. To Who did be able to beat them? They had that squad at that time. Um, they had Reggie Miller, Mark Jackson, uh, Chris Mullen, Mullen. Um, Antonio Davis, uh, Jalen Rose. Rose coming off the bench, Travis Best coming off the bench, uh, Rick Smith's playing center. Um, God, I'm trying to think. Their bench wasn't, I don't know, outside of Jalen Rose and Travis Best. I mean, their bench wasn't necessarily all too strong, at least down low, because I think the Davis, the Davises were starters. But uh, I mean, they had a pretty strong team, though. And they had
0: the best coach. To where, yeah, they, they should have won. <laughs> well, the second best coach. Yeah, you're right. The uh, if, uh... the. the I, I do like how they did bring that up. The obvious that we know is just just put the camera on Larry Bird because <laughs> he yeah, knew. Man. I mean, he knew he from knew. playing with Michael. He looked up. He didn't. He's like, there's still almost two seconds on the clock. And that ball almost went in. Yeah. It was it in. yep. And he had a double pump on that.
1: Yeah, he double pumped and it still almost went in. And it didn't look like he got it off, but as I watched it more and more, like the first time they did, I was like, he didn't get that off. And then I didn't. And then he ended up seeing that he did clearly get it off. But it was like, I was like, how did he have the time to just get that shit? I mean, it just looked like he wasn't even close, but it was, it was crazy.
0: Yeah. That was him. And then uh, the big uh, controversy surrounding the flu game, and he says it right off the bat, wasn't flu. <laughs> food poisoning. Right. That's an answer. about that pizza. The guy – yeah, no shit. The, uh, the guy that uh, – the guy came back that worked at that pizza hut and said it was bullshit. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, you should have said that 20 years ago. Well, this is yeah, my thing. Saying. This is my thing on it is – there's there's only two things. One, it's an inside job, or two, some dumb motherfucker, and it could have been Michael called up and said yes yeah, for Jordan. No one goddamn staying in Utah in a hotel, or one of his personal assistants did something stupid like that. Like there's only two options there. That's it. That's it. That's just not coincidence. Last time I think changed, he was probably just. Couple of I, us I think he me. was probably just hung over. Yeah, well, that too. That's what. That's the other, <laughs> the other thing. It's like, yeah, people said food poisoning, but a lot of people said nice uh, little bourbon or whiskey hangover too. But right. last time I checked, um, a couple of us worked in the uh, food industry business delivering pizzas, and it didn't take five of us to deliver a pizza. Right. I think the only time you see five people delivering a pizza is in a certain type of movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a Bukkake movie? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> We're going to give her the extra cheese.
1: The extra sausage pizza today. <laughs> With the
0: extra <laughs> sauce. Special recipe. So speaking exactly, of which. Uh,
2: I think they knew.
0: I agree. Somebody knew something. Speaking of which, Actually, Bear said It you... was
2: food poisoning. Yeah,
0: go ahead. If it wasn't food poisoning. What was it? Oh, no hennessy <laughs> <laughs> so so bear since you mentioned it's a certain kind of movie what would be uh in in that kind of genre your name for that
1: uh, BDB <laughs> think you know what that stands for
0: yeah, I do oh, and for my sin. For myself, it was real easy. Uh, Richard Herzer. Walsack well, had the best built-in one. Oh, Dick Tournament? Dick Tournament. <laughs> no, that was great stuff. Uh, so what? let's talk about this uh, this whole thing with Rodman going on WCW and with the NWO. What's your thoughts on that, uh, uh, Cody? We'll start with you.
2: You know what, man? We should have did this whole thing on Rodman, honestly. Like, I mean, Rodman is – if Jordan is the GOAT, then Rodman is up there with him, damn it. Like, he goes to Vegas during the playoffs. See, anybody can go to Atlantic City. Rodman goes to Vegas. You know, or was that during the season?
1: Is that during the season or the playoffs? I think it was during the, the – first time. It was During the um, season? Yeah, I remember it was like mid-year because he yeah. just needs a couple days off. Yeah, so he goes to Vegas. Needs some time off. Like, yeah, man, I'm
2: kind of burnt out. Need some time off. I'm going to Vegas. Goes to Vegas. And then goes to Nitro. Wrestles, skips practice, goes to Nitro, throw a couple chairs, party a couple nights, comes back, gives Carl Malone the work. Like... If that ain't GOAT status, man, I don't know what else is. And didn't get punished or
1: anything. Yeah,
2: didn't get punished
1: or anything. And came back and had a great game. You know what? Uh, one of the quotes out of that, I don't think it was on the documentary. I think I just saw it on Twitter. But one of the quotes out of it, um, and it was an unknown source. But one of them said, yeah, who else was pulling down 20 boards in that era? That he ain't getting, he ain't getting suspended for that.
2: Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially in the finals.
2: Right.
0: And let's not forget that they won game three uh, right before that. Yeah. The night before that, 96 to 54. Yeah. yeah. What I, re- dude, I, I
1: forgot about that. I totally forgot about that. And I, when they brought that back up, I was like, oh my God, how did the, the Jazz score? I mean, how does any professional basketball team score 54 fucking points? That's insane. The Warriors almost did it in a quarter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's uh, that was just that, that was nice to see. Um. So what about uh? So here's my thing with the that last game with the Jazz when Jordan hits that last shot and they say he pushed off and all that bullshit. He did not. So if he, long. I know, I know. This is what I'm going with. If he pushed off, then Reggie is a thousand percent guilty and pushed off. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of them pushed off.
1: It's basketball. It's physical something. That was not. Yeah, that was
2: not a push off. And then if Byron Russell actually played better defense. He wouldn't have been. He wouldn't
1: have got caught like that. Well, that's what, exactly what he said because it was right. He got caught. He got caught running. He got caught over. Uh, over, over playing. Yeah. And he had on to the though. Same shot. He yeah. had to. He didn't have a. Ch- it's Michael Jordan. He has to. I, I, I'd have to go back, but I don't think he had weak side help either. Like, he had to do that. He, it was it was man-on-man. Man. He didn't have a choice. He
2: should have known what was coming. He got beat on that same move, uh, I think, the first game of the series. Yeah, well. Um, that was uh, that was the last uh, – the first, like, buzzer beater Jordan had at the finals against the Jazz. It was, like, game one or game two. And he hit him with that same – Jab step, drive to drive to the middle, corner jumper, stop pop, and got him, got him with that once before.
1: Like, how are you not waiting for that? Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it was funny, too, because that buzzer beater that Jordan had in 98, Kerr had the same one in 97 from the same spot. That's yeah. the craziest thing. Top of the key. Both of them top of the key. I mean, it was – it was crazy that the Jazz lost both series on the same yeah. shot two years in a row to the same
0: team. That's yeah, top of the key. And yeah, we didn't even far. talk about, yeah, even Steve Right, Curry. We didn't even talk about Steve Kerr. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. I didn't know
1: all that with his dad. Yeah, me, yeah, either. me either.
0: That shit was crazy.
2: That's just to make Steve Kerr look more like a tough guy. You know, not only did he lose his dad like Jordan,
1: but he stood up to Jordan too, punched him all in the eye and everything. See, that's the thing is I've always had – Steve Kerr was – Steve Kerr was always my favorite. Like, he was one of the first guys i look up to playing basketball as a little white kid. Um, so, like, as he was playing like the first highlights, you see or were Kerr. Um, so, even even though he beat the Cavs a couple of times, I still respect him. And just the way he is, too. He's a no-bullshit kind of guy. He just tells it how it is sort of thing. So, I've always liked that. But I know all that shit about his dad and everything. So that was kind of crazy.
0: Oh, Mayor, I just happened to look at my NASCAR team, too. I do have John Hunter Nemechek. god damn it. <laughs> well, better luck Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm minus 21 points right now
1: mm-hmm
0: yep that's, that's a, a uh, you got Sunday. Uh, and then next one you got all this
1: time to make it up it's perfect
0: yeah it's a 50 point swing i'm still in second right now but uh big boss is uh 60 points ahead of me that's jason oh is it yeah god fucking god fucking fucker yeah uh damn jason anyway so the um few things uh after they won that sixth championship, I caught it today in the documentary that Rodman did the crotch chop <laughs> to the crowd.
4: Maybe. I
0: caught that. Yeah, thought that was great. Um, and and I think David Stern said it best: it the Michael Jordan's influence on the game. They went from the NBA was in eighty countries in, in you know ninety one, and they're in two hundred fifty countries. Like Jordan just had this huge impact on the game. Mm that's that's huge man and then um, so Reinsdorf they they talked about the breakup of the team and then Jordan responded that about the you know them saying well even if uh, he went 82 and0 Phil Jackson that he was gone either way and Phil they wanted him to come back and know Reinsdorf wanted him to come back and he said no and uh, you know each guy would have had like Jordan said signed one-year deals. Everybody wouldn't
2: have. did want anybody to come back. That was the problem. He just used Jerry Krause as the fall guy, which is what all owners do. They always use the general manager as the fall guy. And then later on say, well, you know, I would have loved for everybody to come back. But this is also the same Jerry Reinsdorf that uh, MLB owner, Chicago White Sox owner Jerry Reinsdorf, uh, let the, you know, as an owner, let the MLB go on strike in 94 when the White Sox were, I believe, in first place in the division and had a good chance of going to the World Series that year coming out of the American League. Good point. Because he didn't want to pay anybody. Mm-hmm. Do you, so, do you th- I mean, well, sorry, I'm sorry. No, no go ahead. No, I mean, he said um, that, you know, guys like Steve Kerr and, and Horace Grant would have been above market value. Okay, fine, sign him to a one-year deal, like Jordan said. But, you know, as if, you know, you were willing to do that. Good and point. That was
1: the thing. He wasn't mm-hmm. willing to do it. Well, and they make the fall guy the dead guy who can't even defend himself. So. Right, you really right. get that side of the story. You just get what they're going to tell you.
0: Right, right. That that's that was screwed up on their part, and uh, um. But you know, it, it it is what it is. You know, some of these things we we hear one side of the story, but I think we hear most of it because most of the players agreed on everything that was said in that documentary, except Taurus Grant. <laughs> yeah,
2: which I believe him more than anybody else. Like anybody else that you know, they didn't comment on. And especially with the stuff about Jordan, like being a hard ass and threatening to fight people and all that shit. I don't believe not one word of that shit. Only stuff I do believe is when Steve Kerr popped him back in the eye. Yeah. I mean, for every, every story that you hear of Jordan, you know, yelling at somebody or trying to fight somebody at practice, there's two stories of somebody that didn't let that shit fly with them. You know, there's a story that's floating around out there. Um, Bill Cartwright didn't let that
1: shit fly. Yeah. <laughs> you know he didn't mess with him or fucking Wennington. Garrett right. fucking T. Yeah. The only person that let that shit fly was Scott Burrell. That's exactly. <laughs> exactly. Even you know, fucking they, B.J. Armstrong wouldn't have let that shit fly.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, well, there's a story. that B.J. Armstrong didn't let it fly. I guess there's a story BJ Armstrong pulled him off to the side and told him, Don't do that shit again. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I don't know. I heard a story um, last night about Jordan. I guess he went up, he stepped up to Robert Parrish once and he told Robert Parrish to his face, He was going to kick his ass. And Robert Parrish took another step closer to Jordan and said, Go ahead and try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robert Parrish would have fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the same dude that just hauled off and stole on Bill Landry.
0: hmm Right. It's a good point. The um, the so with it, do you think? Uh, I'll start with you, Parrot, because you've been uh, or Hornswoggle's cousin, Horn Bill. Start with you. Do you think that um, the Bulls would have won a seventh title if they all came back?
3: I believe they could
0: have. I believe,
3: yeah. I think they, I think they should have gotten that shot. I mean, it sucks that they had to break up. But it would have been cool to just see if they could have gone for seven or even eight, you know. But, I mean, what happened happened. And, you know, they're the what? Jordan's the only guy to repeat twice. So, I mean. You can't, you know, you can't discredit what they did or what they could have done. But it would have been cool to see.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, Bill Russell didn't have to three-peat. He, like, ten-peated or whatever the fuck they yeah. – <laughs> however many they wanted in a row. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, the right. – um, wh- what do you guys think? Barry, think they would have got to that seventh?
1: Yeah. You, you, did you see who won the next year?
0: The, the Spurs.
1: Spurs, yeah. They would have ran. Rodman, Rodman would not have been able to match up with Robinson. Sorry, and Duncan, young Duncan, man. I mean Duncan in general, but young Duncan. Jordan would Jordan would have had to do a lot. And if you watch, if you saw some of them stat lines of Jordan putting up thirty eight and the rest, of, you know, uh, putting up eighty two points total and winning eighty two to eighty, and Jordan had thirty eight, that shit wouldn't have fly with them Spurs. Uh, granted, they got Kerr, so Kerr still would have been in Chicago, so that changes a little bit assuming he stays, but I think they would have ran into, I think they would have made it there. I just don't think they would have won. I think, I think the young Spurs team would have, would have got him.
2: Uh, I agree with you, Derek. I, You know what? If everything stays the same, now nah, that's if they keep that team together and everything stays the same, I think they win that seventh title that year. And that would have been their only shot. Um, Cause, I mean you think let's see Rodman but then I don't even know that they, that would have been their best shot and I think maybe they would have do you think that was a strike shortened or lockout shortened season and you know Kerr's still on that team maybe Rodman's still there um, I think if anything they might trade Pippen but then who do you trade Pippen to and what do you get back for him um I, I don't know. It's just I, I just I don't know, man. I think that'd probably be their best chance, and it would probably be them and the Spurs. And I think maybe they beat the Spurs in seven with that yeah. same team that they had. They could have. That, that's if everything stays the same. Does that mean that yeah. Spurs the the backcourt the Spurs had? Or yeah, yeah, their backcourt couldn't match up with the Bulls' backcourt.
0: That's at, a valid at least point. At
2: that point in time. You know, I mean, I think Kerr went to San Antonio. So, I mean, if he Uh stays in Chicago, you know, that's a whole nother, you know, whole nother thing. And then you got Tony Kukoc still out on the wing. So I think maybe they just slide Tony Kukoc in the pippin spot and maybe get some guys to come off the bench. And, you know, you kind of see what happens.
0: Very true, very possible. So I
2: think that probably would have been – I don't know, man. It's just, you know, you never know. It would have been nice to see, though. Yep. But then Jordan had – he had planned on retiring. But I think if Jordan didn't plan on retiring, you know, that rest he would have had going into that season, man, I don't know.
1: Dude, I don't think anybody would have stopped him. Very
0: possible. Very possible.
1: It would have been interesting. I mean, they would have ran through the same people, the Knicks and the Pacers.
0: So, yep. And who ended up going to that final against uh, San yeah. Antonio? Was it the Magic? The no, the Knicks. Oh, That's the Knicks. It was eight seed. Oh shit! They were the eight. They were the eight and made it to the finals. Holy shit! The um, so the next four years after this, the Bulls finished last in the conference. Yeah. rebuilding.
1: At the at the end of at the end of the documentary, you saw what it said. It said then they started rebuilding, and they've been rebuilding since then. Right, they are yeah. struggling to put a foundation together. They couldn't do it before Jordan, and they haven't been able to do it after Jordan. Right. If that franchise never had Michael Jordan, it probably wouldn't be the Chicago Bulls anymore. It would probably be the North Dakota Bulls or something, because they wouldn't have. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no say, shit. I'll
2: never know. Maybe they do move. Them. Well, I don't know, man. If Ryan Starr still owns the team, so I don't know, man. But if you don't know, if you didn't know why Jordan was called the goat, then now you know. Mhm. And yeah, you see it, like no disrespect to LeBron,
1: but this is why. At least the Cavs had a playoff team every now and then without lebron early, early. right and they were up yeah not and saying. the Cavs were a legit playoff team
2: before he got there too you know yeah
1: they just sucked for five years
2: even get... though they gave like a right and they they kind of fucked up gave a shit ton of money to hot rod williams but hey
0: <laughs> we all make mistakes yes they do <laughs> So uh, this, is, so this question is specifically for Bear and uh, Zazu, because I already know how Cody Bryant feels. So after seeing this, is Jordan the goat? Not answering that question. <laughs> All right, Zazu. Is, like the we can do that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm just too biased to answer that question. I respect everything he's done. I mean, he's definitely – they're the top two of all time. I just have an answer to who I think is better because they're both better in their own different ways and they do different aspects of the game better in different ways than each other. You can't compare them. I don't like that question. Don't cop out. That's a
1: cop-out answer. (laughs) <laughs> I mean based That's off of based off answer. of based off of clutchness and finals appearances it's Jordan. Based off of pure skill and just athletic beastliness it's LeBron. I mean LeBron does things that Jordan can't. Sorry, it just never will happen. LeBron is more athletic than he's more athletic than Jordan. He's not as skilled as
2: Jordan. He's more athletic. I mean he's Jordan with 50 pounds of muscle.
1: I look up Jordan assists and look up. I mean, Le- you got to think LeBron—that's skill and
3: basketball LeBron's IQ.
2: Fit. LeBron, you, you don't think Jordan has basketball IQ? Oh
3: God, Here we go! Why?
2: Because How would he Jordan the- not had basketball IQ?
1: Because he passed the ball once to Kerr, that—that that they had to tell him to. <laughs> I guess he was beating plumbers too, right? I mean, you. I'm not saying he didn't have basketball IQ. I'm saying LeBron's is better. That was my argument. Overall, as a, overall as a player, LeBron could, or I mean, Jordan can't play the five. LeBron can. I mean, LeBron can play every position on that court. LeBron couldn't post JJ Barea. JJ Barea. Oh, okay, so now now you're just Think like,
2: of what Michael Jordan would do. I'm not sounding like a hater. You are. If you sound LeBron like all the rest all of the Lebron haters. Knowledge. Oh,
1: he couldn't. One time he couldn't. What publish. the hell? I could go. I could go find a fucking highlight just... where he gets fucking roasted by some motherfucker too, and be like, "Oh my god, look, he got. Oh, he got dunked on by some no name who gave you mean it? to tell me
2: You mean I'm not talking about getting dunked on. I'm talking what? about. What was that? Game abusing? two. He would abuse JJ Barea. What you mean it? to tell me game you mean two? to tell me the most athletic specimen that ever played basketball couldn't just jab step and jump over JJ Barea from the fucking elbow? No, he did At that, that, he that. point got in for time in his career. career. But he did that and got then called. Then you jump over him. him. He had he to play over, that shit. He jumped
1: over John Lucas III, and he jumped over Damon Jones. You mean Where to tell me he can't jump over JJ Barea? Okay, I'd like to see anyone jump over anyone on the fucking post. They can't because that's not what they're doing. It's running full speed ahead. It's totally different. That's I mean, you're just – that's just a silly argument.
2: Vince Carter jumped over a dude in the Olympics. <laughs>
1: oh, Jesus Christ. Jordan, Jordan <laughs> dunked on Ewing too, but he had a running start. He didn't saying. jump on him in the fucking post.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: just like LeBron should
2: abuse J.J. Barrett, man. That is a bad look.
1: Yeah, just and like – just like Jordan throwing away two balls and getting it stolen to lose in ninety-five when he came back. But that was Rust because he went and played baseball, right? Is that the argument? That's the problem, right? No. If he's the greatest of all time. No, who said that? don't do that shit. Who said that?
2: Nobody's ever said nobody's ever said that. Who's ever said that? Well, you haven't. I have but never plenty heard of it, people have. at any point in
1: time. That's my point though, because you're such a Jordan Homer. It. I like Jordan. I'm just saying. That's my point. Is that no? I'm one, not a Jordan no Homer. No one points out. Nobody points out Jordan's flaws. Everyone Wait, points. I'm not a Jordan on Homer. Fucking sneezes on the court. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. Jordan LeBron's got corona. Just <laughs> so saying. If Jordan if, had a bunch of flaws. There was Twitter around was a
2: terrible when, three point shooter. He's if there was a Twitter terrible around teammate. When
1: Jordan was playing. He I, got roasted too. That's the difference between what's going on right now as simple as that it's social that media has nothing to do with it
0: social media has a lot to do with it that I mean Jordan nothing to do with it well here look at this and I think look there's a good they, point there look at how they tra- after Jordan's dad died look at how
2: they trashed him and that's without social media they blamed him for his father getting killed for years for at least two years how is that that that's before social media like they trashed him for going to atlantic city during a playoff series yeah but we're talking i talk, mean, hell, they, they trashed, trashed him for going to play I'm in not baseball
1: we our arguments on the court it's not personal life no
2: you're talking about if so we're talking about if social media was around with jordan and the things that he did
1: but i'm, I'm talking that's about, the that's what you I'm guys are saying strictly on the court is what i'm talking about because that's why it's blown up because all this beret of shit because people can go and and do all that that's it's very easy to find videos nowadays you got to search for stuff and people don't like doing that because that's lazy you work. can find just as many Let videos pull. of
2: jordan you not listen when you i do find all the things. Like people have to search
1: for that shit. <laughs> they don't do that they pull someone else's video and put in our tag exactly
2: line. but the people that are saying that aren't searching But that's the thing, the people that are saying that type of stuff aren't looking for videos of Jordan. Hell, John Starks used to give Jordan that work every time they played. Every time. John Starks used to give Jordan a business. The Knicks used to give Jordan a business. The Pistons gave Jordan a business. And then on top of that, beat him down.
1: The Celtics used to give Jordan a business. Like no, Dennis now Johns, you're going dude, back to because it was more physical it, then. LeBron drives the lane like they did back then. He no, gets, I'm not. No, oh,
2: no, that's not what I said. I'm not talking dude, about. You're talking about giving him the business. No, <laughs> I'm not talking about. Yes, that's. I'm talking about defense. I'm not talking about anything about physical play. Dennis Johnson was one of the best defensive guards in the league, if not in NBA history. He was not a physical. He didn't play physical defense like that. The Celtics didn't play physical defense. And I, I got somebody here that'll tell me
1: if the, the Celtics play physical defense or not like that. And they Next. didn't. Next. We, I mean, the we've skipped team. around. I, I tried to stick to one argument, but we've moved all around the board. So I'm done. I, I can't keep up anymore. So we'll
0: go. <laughs> We got, uh, you know, our Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman here. <laughs> I like it. Um, that's and nothing, uh, nothing
1: to do with anything. I'm just, I'm just making a point. But it turned into eighteen different things. So I'm out. I'm done. Next. Well, you trivia. got every. Well, I got a point for every
2: point. Like, is what's wrong? With me having a counterpoint for your point. But that's,
1: but because you because Uncle Cody 10 times though was my point. To watch We're this done. Shit. It don't matter. We're done. All
2: of a sudden, uh, you know.
1: Next segment, please. Like, I'm
2: not hating on LeBron, but this and is, and I'm not hating on Jordan. I'm this, just like, making this a point. Is why.
0: Both good, both good players. Uh, I love the uh discussion. Uh, both good players, of course, in their own mind. Uh, thank Scalabrine you for that. Is
1: the real goat,
0: yes, he is. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's exactly Brian Scalabrini, Celtics, Rings. The uh, he was the player, man. The uh, <laughs> he's the goat. Uh, god, but um, is, is that to say – or oh, no, never mind.
2: Who's the, who's the guy they call the red mamba? yeah, scalabrini. Scalabrini. yeah. Mm-hmm. oh i thought that was the dude on the spurs he did play for the he, spurs. he was
1: on the spurs yeah same guy no i think oh, no, you're really? thinking of matt bonner
0: oh you're th- Oh, yeah,
2: sorry matt barners scalabrini is all same yeah already, all the
0: same guy <laughs> <laughs> so while you guys were having your discussion parent and i were having a grammatical argument as well so <laughs> thank you for that um so thank you for finishing that. We'll thank a few more of our sponsors so we can carry on because this has already gone in an hour. We knew this would though. Uh, so thank you to uh, uh, Brittany at Verizon. Verizon is a true technology business partner. Helps local businesses deploy technologies that can positively impact operations and increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, they did not wait for the future. We build it. Get in touch the sales rep in your area at Verizon.com. And also thank you to Cassandra at PNC. Visit her at the White House branch or give her a call, 419-877-0634. She can help with all your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, or personal banking. She is there to help. All right, so the NFL... Rooney Rule is going to require more interviews But they tabled the incentives discussion uh, So we'll, we'll find out more about that moving forward And then Alden Smith of Dallas Cowboys Was reinstated by the NFL So yeah, like we'll see what happens there
1: too.
0: Yeah Fucking Andre Baker
1: uh, Ed, Olivia, Ed Oliver I think uh, yeah. Dude from the Seahawks I can't remember yeah, people must be getting bored. Why what I'll never understand is why millionaires have to rob somebody. I, I just I guess I'll just never understand that. A lot of them aren't
2: millionaires though. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, most of them aren't, yeah. Most of the NFL players aren't millionaires.
4: The taxes um, get
2: done paying taxes
1: and trainers and and you know everything else. Living that luxury life. DeAndre, DeAndre Baker signed a $5.65 million signing bonus. So, if he's not a millionaire, that's his own problem.
0: Yeah. But we'll see. Um, we had a couple fun questions in here, too, or discussion topics. So, LeBron was almost a cowboy oh, not, back in
2: 2011. No, hell, he wasn't. LeBron ain't jeopardizing his career to play for the damn Cowboys, man. Well, I Played got in, 11. Dude, That did. shit sound good. He ain't doing that he, he, he's, he's got, got that,
0: got, that he, offer. He got not a for top. one year, $4 million. Yeah, I know, not for one year, $4 million. But he's yeah, got that. I'm
2: saying, man. LeBron is worth more than the whole Cowboys roster. If he had to play, what was that? Oh, what was that? The lockout year? That was 2011. Yeah. Right? Lockout shortening so, yep. who was there 2011? Just Romo, Witten? Romo, Witten? All he needed is Romo. So, one thing, at that point in time, he ain't getting no playing time over Jason Witten. And, dude, you're not just like, – just, no, no. That shit sound good. Like, it's just a nice little sound bite.
1: He wasn't playing no damn
0: football. I agree. I didn't think they would either. He wouldn't, but at least he got himself an offer. Right. Uh but Jerry Jones
2: will offer anybody some some money to sell some tickets. Damn right.
0: Oh, damn yes. grand, baby. They sell a lot of you tickets. To,
2: yeah, he need to look at the look at himself in the fucking mirror over that damn Rooney rule, which shouldn't even be called the Rooney rule. Cause that's just a disgrace and a half anyway. What would you call it? Like the Johnny Cochran rule, <laughs> because oh. if it wasn't, if it wasn't for Johnny Cochran threatening to sue the NFL, like over the disgraceful shit they've been doing and not giving minorities a chance, like you know that was, that was the whole point, and they got to the point where they were going to do depositions basically kind of like with Kaepernick's case when it got to the point where they were gonna have owners get deposed that's when they went to go settle and I think it's a damn shame that they had to have that type of rule put in place in the first place and then to throw some shit out to incentivize it it's like you have a league that's damn near 80% made up of minorities and yet you can't even get a few uh, a few minorities to be on the coaching staff at anywhere at any point like that's that's ridiculous man like it's, it's it's not even the fact that you know i i'm not even saying that minority coaches are better or worse but if fucking eric Mangini can get more than one fucking job then Hugh Jackson ought to be able to get more than one fucking job. I'm just saying,
1: like, you I'm, could have been I been mean, Marvin but, Lewis, Marvin, at least.
2: Okay. Well, Marvin Lewis, I mean, but I mean, Marvin Lewis was more successful than Eric Mangini. I'm just kind of, I'm trying to think of something on the level of Eric Mangini, you know, help Romeo Cornell. There you fucking, go. There we go. That's Eric, Romeo Cornell should have had a better, uh, like more than one head coaching position. And it shouldn't have been just the fucking Browns. Like, it shouldn't take uh, one of the worst-ran franchises in the league and one of the cheapest franchises in the league to hire minority coaches. And to say that we're going to give you draft picks, like, they can't even bribe themselves into hiring a minority coach anywhere. Like, that's that's disgraceful, man. That's just, that's just fucked up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Parrot, you got uh, a couple questions in there. I'll let you ask them.
3: All right, they're fun. We'll see. How much, we'll see if you guys know these. Um, who has the m- most consecutive NFL regular season losses? And can you do you know the year?
0: Well, if it's a year, there's a couple teams that went 0 in 16. No, I'm Maybe. saying
3: like consecutive regular season losses through seasons.
0: Oh, because you said the year. I got you. Probably
1: Tampa Bay, like 78 or whatever.
3: Uh, Uh, Just going to give it to you. You, It was 77. How
0: many losses was it?
3: 26. 76 into 77.
0: Yeah, there you go. What's your other question?
3: And then who has the most consecutive – NCAA football wins in a row in the year. Uh, uh, it's that's like
1: USC, isn't it, or some shit like that? I think it is, though,
2: USC. Yeah. There you whole The Reggie Bush and Matt Leiner era.
0: Did Clemson get up there?
1: No. Uh, I don't think so yet. No, fuck, UT is still, like, third. Toledo had, like, I think 42 straight wins or some shit like that. They're still up there.
3: I know they are. Damn. Well, it's Oklahoma. Yeah. 47 in a row and starting in
0: 57. All right. All right. So, uh, before we get into trivia, that's coming up next. Uh, we got to thank our last important – Contributor and sponsor or supporter of the show, Connell Barrett, dating transformation.com.
1: As we start to uh, get closer to semi normalcy and uh, some restaurants opening up, at least here in Ohio, um, you know, maybe reach out to Connell Barrett, dating transformation.com and uh, get that game working again. So when you go out to a restaurant, you can uh, so, God, fucking stent house, you can socially distance um, and uh, talk to your Talk to that person you may like. Try to find yourself a nice little date, um, but the only way you can do it—oh, it's Busher, it's not even Stenhouse.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, you, sorry, Connell. Uh, <laughs> reach, out, reach out to him so you can talk NASCAR to the uh, lady in your life that you're going to find at the bar here in the next couple of weeks, and uh, <laughs> know that it—it it was Chris Busher who wrecked, and not Ricky Stenhouse. Need to know that. So, uh, go to datingtransformation.com, get a consultation. Con will be able to help you out. Find that love of your life.
0: Third coach on the the Google, right? Third dating coach on the Google? Coach on the Google machine. Here we go. So, we are ready for some trivia. Um, Bear, what do you got for the points? So, updated standings Gary has
1: 410 points. I have 356. Cody Bryant with 341. Parrot with 186,
0: Dub with 29, and Wes with 7. Damn, Wes is still on the board. Uh, can you guys see my screen okay? Yep. Yes. Well, we told Jeremy we are ready and uh, told him we had about 10 minutes, so we'll make sure he's here. says he's active, so hopefully we see some Jeremy. Uh, in the meantime – While we wait for Jeremy and and giving us, oh, here he is. He says K. So as I want to jump into something, here he comes. First question of the night is being put out there. Start with an interesting one for three points. The famous movie Major League about the Cleveland Indians had shots of the old municipal stadium in Cleveland. But which stadium did most of the on-field action from from the movie actually take place at? You can just name the city if you do not know the actual name of the stadium. Oh. So, which stadium had most of the on field action from the movie? Oh, man. I always thought it was me. Uh, no, I think it
2: was. Uh, I'm going to start. One a uh, Comiskey part.
0: That's a good question. Uh, I, I don't know it if was, it was Comiskey or not. What I'm go, that's what I'm going with. I'm trying Did we, to that's what I'm going with. Did we lose Azu, by the way? That's what it looks like. Well, I guess he's out. Um, I thought it was, yeah, in Detroit, but it think oh yeah, that's right.
1: Um yeah, I'm gonna oh man. That's that's tough. Yeah. Um I'm just trying to think back to the movie.
0: Yeah, Major League. Well, wait, Tiger Stadium was still intact in the '90s. Yeah, so that wouldn't be Detroit. Yeah, no. yeah.
1: yeah, they didn't close Tiger Stadium up until what, like '96 or something like that. I 97? think it was a lot. I think it was later. I don't think Comerica. I think Comerica opened in 2000, so it would have had to have been right about oh, that. So
2: even later that, yeah. So and then Tiger Stadium, though, they had the fence. They had, like, chain link fence. Yeah, I don't think it was <laughs> Tiger Stadium.
1: So, yeah, no, I think it's Comiskey Park in Chicago. I'm just – I'm, I'm going to say Yankee Stadium just for fun.
0: Yeah, I'm going to stick with Tiger Stadium just for shits and gigs. Three-point question here. So, we'll see what happens. Milwaukee County Stadium. That would make sense because Bob uh, – well,
1: damn. Be, of course. Bob Euker, yeah. Should have thought about that one.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good question. I like that one. Next up, three points. Brandon Cooks had a 1,000-yard seasons with the Saints, Patriots, and Rams, so he has a chance to become just the second player in NFL history to have a 1,000-yard seasons with four different franchises. Who is the only player to accomplish this feat? Hint, he last played in 2018. Ah, shit. Who is it
2: that just got? No do wait. Last play, no. 18. Never mind. Yeah, that's a,
1: that's a tough question. Because uh, I don't think he's been with four different franchises, so. If you're thinking of Randy Moss, no, he hasn't.
2: No. Uh,
1: <laughs> that was my first thought.
3: <laughs>
2: no, Randy's been gone since, what,
0: Randy retired in, what, 2015? Yeah, I think it was a little bit before that. Yeah, the first person I thought of was TO, but I'm like, no, nah, he's he retired earlier than 18. Right? Because you know he did it with what, Niners, Cowboys, Eagles? Yeah, Eagles. Yeah. That was I think there was
1: only three. Yeah. Yeah, so he it wouldn't have been a chance eight. to do it anybody else. I was gonna say,
2: uh what was it, Tyree Kill, but he's only been with the Chiefs and the Browns, so what? Tyree Kill's only been with the Chiefs. <laughs> Or what,
1: who was that? Or uh, Kareem Hunt? I, my bad.
0: He didn't have a thousand-yard season.
1: Rush. This is wide receivers, not running backs. Wide receiver. But it doesn't say that. No. You. We just have to assume that it's receiving. Well, he said. Yeah, I mean, he said Brandon Cook. Right, Brandon Cooks, but yeah.
2: That's I, a I great I can't think anybody has been. You know what? No, nah, you know what, man. I think it might be the Immortal Ted Ginn. Oh, that's he's, he's been in the league since '88. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's been with a hundred different teams
0: too. Right, Tech, yeah, Ted I'm going, Ginn. Yeah, I'm going the Immortal he Ted just, Ginn. But he just played last year. I think so too. Yeah. Um, again this year. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> oh God, man! Thinking back to '18. That's a tough. Yeah, so, I, I I got nothing, man. I really. Going back to someone that's not in the league. That's a really hard
1: question. Um, I guess I'll just throw something out there. Um, uh,
0: that's a tough one. Yeah, yeah, I don't
4: know. I don't think
0: I got anything all right so we'll go with ted ginn and nothing nothing i'll stick with to just for shits and gig brandon marshall oh my god how do we forget brandon marshall
1: brandon marshall i didn't think he played that late yeah
2: I but knew he played for a bunch of teams i didn't know he stopped playing in 2018.
0: that was a good one uh randy moss to tony martin irving fryer uh or others that had three and finally Last week, it took a while, but you guys were eventually able to name the team with the worst defense in the league in regards to points per games allowed. So this week, who has the best defense, allowing the least points, the least amount of points per game? What sport? i, <laughs> I forgot was last week. basketball. <laughs> I'm assuming basketball. I think it was NBA last week.
1: <laughs> yeah, basketball. <laughs> Best defense allowed so, least amount of points per
0: game. So, Cody Bryan, I think you're going to be up first. All right. Uh, I'm
2: going to say the Milwaukee Bucks.
0: Incorrect. Bear. Um,
1: I'm going to say the. Oof. I'm going to say the uh, the Spurs.
0: Spurs for Bear. Let's see what we get here. Incorrect. Me, just because it's Jeremy, I'm going to go with the Jazz.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, uh, but I like the guest. This week he likes it. Last week he didn't like my guest. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Cody Bryant. Uh, Clippers. Incorrect. Bear. That's a good guess right there. Ah, he got it. Hey, look at that. Five oh. points for Bear. Celtics were two. That was going to be my guess was the Celtics. Damn. Nice. So I forgot that they I, were having a, They're having an under the radar kind of year. Who's that? The Raptors. Oh yeah, for sure. And without Kawhi, I mean, it's <laughs> nobody's paying as much attention. Right,
2: yeah, they were uh, good, but I think since they, I think wow. like I expect them to
1: fall off a cliff. <laughs> off a cliff. Did you see that points? Jesus, is allowed? Is that's best
0: in the league? That's, and that's number bad. one. Oh, that's number one. Yeah. Yikes. All right. So I got his rant. Here we go. No. We'll read the rant. So I could not finish the last episode of The Last Dances. It was too painful to watch. As Gorilla would say, it was a miscarriage of justice. <laughs> Russell probably still has a bruise <laughs> from the malicious push-off. Oh, Jesus. Get out of here. So let's uh, check his clothes. And we all know if that exact play happened with the roles reversed, Russell would have been called for pushing MJ. Bullshit because it happened with Reggie. Reggie's would be considered more of a push than MJ's would. So I'm Reggie's calling bullshit. A, yeah, Reggie's would have been a flagrant. That's, Reggie Reggie's what push-off. If Jordan's was a push-off, so Reggie was an assault. Right. That was a flagrant too. On Jeremy? They yeah, they didn't call anything then. They would have been fine. So that's nah. why – so back to, to Jeremy. That's why I've never liked the superstars. They are great enough without needing the extra assistance <laughs> from officials. And can Stockton and Malone get some love for once? Stockton is the all-time assist leader with a record that will never be broken. And Malone is the second leading scorer of all time. Malone was a superstar, so he didn't like Malone? Is that what he's saying? Right. They yeah, both they, played on the dream team. And and they got love. They Malone were, won, Malone got the MVP. Right?
2: Right, Malone got the MVP.
0: They both were on the dream team, and they both were
2: named the 50 greatest players.
0: Well, he does have, he does have here, Jeremy. I'm disappointed none of you had at least Stockton on your list last week of starting fives. Sorry, no. And last but not least, give me Bob Cousy. And last but not least, I've got to stick up for Steph Curry. As he's been buried lately on the podcast, he is by <laughs> far the greatest shooter this game has ever seen. No, not even really. at Davidson, he was unbelievable. I was recording games on VCR tapes, which I still have, and would watch him shoot, trying to recreate this shot. Oh, look, internet connection is not stable.
2: They had TiVo when they had TiVo when Steph Curry was at Davidson. He lying. No damn
0: VHSs. Oh, he he probably does have them. So to recreate a shot, all the other great shooters, such as Ray Allen, Steve Kerr, Kyle Corver, etc. Cetera, etc., cetera, they were mainly spot up shooters and never had the best hey, defender Reggie. guarding them. Maybe Allen early in his career before Boston, but that's it. Before Durant, Curry always has the best defender and multiple defenders guarding him at all times. He didn't wow. sit in a corner ready to shoot wide open shots like the other great shooters we've seen. The guy is amazing. <laughs> what? I think next season does he he'll- not watch
4: Warriors games? What?
0: I think next
4: story
0: picker ever. Hold on, I think next season he'll prove it when he's carrying that team back near the top of the Western Conference. Have a good one and see you for wrestling. So I uh, I disagree. I think he. Man, I think you
2: he, want to get him first. You want me to get him first. Oh well, hold on,
0: <laughs> hold on. I, I got something to mention here. He just buried his own point about defenders. the t- The best defensive team is 106 and a half points. Nobody's playing fucking defense. No, everybody's I mean, shooting threes is, now. Is he,
1: is he Is he? talking
0: about the same Steph Curry
1: who no one could defend that Kevin Love shut him down in the finals on the last possession? That that same guy? Kevin Love. Right, the same, Six the foot same ten,
2: Steph Curry. They used to pull Kyrie Irving broke ass knee.
1: Oh, my goodness. he's He must have had way too many bush lights before he typed that. <laughs> Eric, did, did
2: you – uh, same Steph Curry, they put James Harden
1: on. He's not even the best shooter on his team. Klay Thompson right. is better than fucking <laughs> Steph Curry. Just because he makes a shot from not, the stupid tunnel every game and everyone blows him, who gives a shit? So, so Parent
2: came back. That Ray Allen was like a three time all star before Boston even thought about signing him.
0: Yeah, no shit. Parent, you uh, did you go to a new house? Oh, I moved rooms. My like my
3: computer just completely shut down and kicked me off everything. Like froze and shut itself down. He just didn't want us to see him sitting down to pee again.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so I'll I'll give you this real quick, uh, Parrot. Since we lost you, the movie Major League, which was before your time, uh, where did they film the baseball scenes? Most of uh, some shots were in Cleveland in Municipal Stadium in Cleveland, but majority was elsewhere. Do you know where? <laughs> Doctor Stadium. Nope, Milwaukee. All right, so next up, uh, Brandon Cooks had 1,000-yard seasons with the Saints, Patriots, and Rams, so he has a chance to become just the second player in history with a 1,000-yard seasons with four different franchises. Who is the only other player to get this feat? And the hint was he last played in 2018. That um. yeah, was a tough one. I have no idea. Brandon Marshall.
3: Wouldn't a guess
0: uh Yeah, well, none of us did. Two of us went blank on the guess. <laughs> All right. So thanks, Jeremy. Uh, so there's a documentary. I don't know if you guys saw when you were watching Last Dance or when you watched uh, the Owen Hart documentary. Excuse me. That uh, there's a uh, one coming up that's called One Man in His Shoes. It's uh, this Monday at eight on Vice. It looks yeah. interesting. I think it's about yeah. Jordan's right.
2: No, it's about uh, just basketball shoes in general.
0: Oh, really? Like, they're
2: going to go – yeah, they're going to go through, at least from what I – from what I took, it looked like they were going to go through, like, every shoe in basketball. At least I would hope. Because, I mean, yeah. if you don't have the backstory behind – you know, before even Jordan's, then I don't know. That's a good point. I mean, granted – so, I mean, hell! If it wasn't for Bird and Magic, you wouldn't have Converse now. Oh well, hell! You don't have Converse now, so. Just saying, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, next thing we had the top selling jerseys currently in the NFL. So we had an updated list. So Tua uh, is number one and two, his aqua and his white jersey. Brady is three, four, five, and six. Gronk is seven burrows black jersey with the Bengals is eight gronks another jersey of gronks is nine and brady's other jersey is 10 so five of the top 10 are brady jerseys Same. so uh oregon the oregon ducks football team signee luke hill was arrested on eight different charges one of them being attempted murder of the first degree i I'm think he's be, uh gonna be i agree um, uh, something good that happened. Chad Johnson helped out a business that reopened after the coronavirus outbreak. $37 bill gave a $1,000 tip, said, congrats on reopening. Sorry about the pandemic. Hope this helps. I love you. So that was pretty cool of Chad Johnson. He's done that a it lot. It's going
2: to
0: help that waitress or waiter. I say,
2: that's the only thing that's going to help is that waitress. Or whoever it is, if you want to help them out, pay them a real wage. So they wouldn't have to rely on Chad Johnson giving the $1,000 tips.
0: Hey, man. Some people make good wages if they're good waiter or waitresses. Not those ones at, uh, at the quality place of Waffle House.
1: Waitress or waiter <laughs> would be a full-time <laughs> job either. But, you know. Right. True. As I say, it shouldn't be a full-time job. That's why, McDon- that's why McDonald's people shouldn't get $15 an hour. They couldn't even get my food right the other day. I said, you can't get fucking food orders
2: right. You don't deserve $15 an hour. If I tell you I want a plain cheeseburger with no pickle, no ketchup, and I only get half a bun, you don't deserve fucking <laughs>
0: $15 an hour. All right. Yeah, no shit. Uh, True story. <laughs> so, Tom Brady, this was a good thing. Friendly reminder. Tom Brady is six and three in Super Bowls and 32 and three versus the Bills. So he's lost the same amount of Super Bowls as games versus the Bills. <laughs> that was a fun stat. Uh, Mac McClung, you guys remember him of uh, when his high school days, when he was just this amazing dunker back in the day.
2: Matt oh, the dude at Georgetown. Okay. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. So right. he, so he's uh, withdrawing from the NBA draft and he's going to enter the transfer portal. Probably a good decision.
2: Well, you can't just be a dunker, man. It's, I mean, that's been shown. You can't just come in here it on everybody.
0: You get right. in the league, everybody can jump just as high as you can. No shit. And then uh, Talia Tagavaloa, I don't, I can't remember if we mentioned last week. He's going to Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, on Andrew Hawkins, I thought this was fucking great. <laughs> So he said he had his own flu game. He said, my second year in the league, wildcard playoffs versus the Texans, I got sick as fuck. 102-degree temperature. Had to switch my room so I wouldn't get A.J. Green sick. All I was thinking is, I'm going to MJ flu game on him. I had two catches for 15 yards and a fumble. We lost. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yo, By the way, too, if you if you get the chance, find him on Twitter and look up his videos on The Last Dance. Oh, my God. They're the funniest – just a spoof of it. It's one of the funniest things ever. You will you will laugh your ass off. Andrew Hawkins. Yeah, he did the last one. He played like every part as a documentary. So, and he was in like different. Like he would do it as Robin. He had a Baron's jersey for Jordan, one of them. But he did it as Scotty. <laughs> Scotty voice is great. And then it came to B.J. Armstrong, and he put his kid in there. Oh, it was fucking hilarious, oh, man! It's
0: hilarious. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to check that <laughs> out. Uh NHL playoffs, as we mentioned, 2014 playoff formats, what they're looking at to resume uh the season should be interesting if they do it. Um, they're making progress on it, so we'll we'll see if they do. That'd be fun and interesting. I love playoff hockey, it's one of my favorite things to watch. That would make it even better. Um, and then DraftKings, they they had a thing on DraftKings. The next player we need a 10 part documentary series on is who do you guys say? tiger Woods. I think that's pretty clear. Uh, Tiger would be a good XC one. Tiger. I Man, put yeah. if we're go if we're going you I know just you on, know. On, I know there's not controversy surrounding him but I would love to just see more on Wayne Gretzky maybe not ten parts maybe just a docu series just you know maybe one or two episodes just to just talk about how this guy nobody can touch him
1: yeah because people people don't like to see you know the just
0: hard work. people
1: Ryan yeah he doesn't do anything it's not that exciting
0: right exactly but i agree on tiger tiger would be great
1: well only because his childhood i mean well, i don't know it'd be kind of I, I mean I, I don't know tiger would be all right you could talk about his dad the dictator pretty much who forced him to golf and do all this shit yeah, yeah. That's right. the, the military man uh Cheated on his mom. I mean, there's so many good backstories to that, but I don't think they'd be able to do that since his mom's still alive. I mean, but Tiger is literally a spitting image of his dad. He did right. He saw his dad cheat on his mom multiple, multiple, multiple times, and he did the same thing. I mean, it's just habit, but that's what happens too when you're ingrained and I, you know, I'd say grounded, but you're literally doing one thing your whole life. You don't have time to do shit. So they don't, he doesn't know anything else. Once you get a of Perkins waitress at 2 a.m. when you've uh, been winning golf tournaments and you're a multi, multi millionaire over time. Hey, we're not going to badmouth Perkins waitresses, though.
3: <laughs> they, didn't do, they didn't do anything wrong. They, <laughs> uh, Perkins they waitresses are
2: all right with me. <laughs> Shout out to Perkins
0: so i saw I, I one movie that i think i want to cover in the future we won't do it today this has been a long episode but we do got to cover space jam at some point all of us watch it go back and uh and cover that movie that'd be a great one um the so something fun that uh, a picture i saw the sports nation put out was fantastic mm-hmm said you can't unsee it it has jerry krause and then it shows from space jam you know the Monstars coach who was fucking great uh that. something yeah. to check mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. the uh um we already talked about jordan so there's uh, again just a reminder there's a new docu documentaries are being released early starting this weekend uh first episode of lance armstrong just called Lance, and then next week will be the second episode, both on Sunday. After that, June seventh, we got B Water about Bruce Lee, and then June fourteenth, Long Gone Summer ninety eight home run chase, and, and that is the same time as this NBA Finals we just talked about with the Utah Jazz and Jordan and the last dance of the Bulls. So ninety eight was a good year, uh, not for Parrot since he was one, but uh, <laughs> he was getting ready to turn two. You were getting ready to turn two. In July. So the NBA finals were already over by your birthday. So you were almost to your second birthday. Um, But on this day, sports history. So let me just give you some fun things on this day in sports history, some events, and then we can wrap this episode up at hopefully an hour and 42 minutes. Oh, God. All right, so Larry Holmes beats Tim Witherspoon by split decision to retain his WBC title at the Dunes Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas.
2: Yeah, Larry Holmes, speaking of boxing, I'd see a 10-part series on Mike Tyson. That'd be nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Great one. I'd love that. Only way you could do 10 parts is it had to be somebody that transcended their sport.
0: Tiger, Tyson, Jordan, I mean, all good. Uh, 88. 91. Larry Holmes? Shit, that's probably like 93. 83. Give it to Zazu. What are you? Uh, Roger Clemens beats Twins 5-4 to for his first victory.
2: 84?
0: 84. 84 is correct. Very good. Um, so, Bernardini wins the Preakness. Javier Castellano, Castellano was the jockey. 76. 69. <laughs> 80. 2006. All right, and that's good for that. Let's see if we got any. Uh, let's see if we got any good birthdays on this day. I'm always interested to see who has a birthday. We, we've come across some good ones, um, but we'll, we'll see if we got any more that are worth worth note. Oh, these these guys are old. Uh, yeah, there's nothing really big here. So far, that I'm going down, going down the, uh, going down the line. Austin Kearns. Mm, no. Nah. Happy birthday, Austin Kearns. Not that exciting. No, that isn't. <laughs> that really isn't that exciting. You're absolutely correct. That's actually the only one that's that's on here that we would know who it is. So nothing exciting on this day uh, for birthdays. That's that's quite unfortunate. Sorry to hear that. Oh, well. But uh, thank you to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter It's Songs by Wes. Thanks to Brandon, All Wear Clothing, Sean, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Brittany of Verizon, Cassandra at PNC, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. Sorry to Sparty Steve. We couldn't get to you. Look forward to Hopefully you'll still support us. Maybe you'll buy us some masks and some food for episode 200. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Zach, Rest in peace, a macho man, nine
1: years later, RIP. Mailman, don't deliver on Sundays.